Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 14, Episode 15, titled Reunited. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one exhausted co-host from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... Jewel are the bitch. To- <laughs> that was the one. That was the one I thought was going to be close. Oh, of course. Yeah, that was conveniently yeah. the one. Uh, to Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. Joseph, how are, are you? you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Um, we are here. We are in the final stretch. We are. Of um, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. And uh, we watched the reunion. Now, Reunited. I wouldn't really, you know, it's it it it's very this season, and what I mean is, oh, you're supposed to have this, you're supposed to have that, and let's just give them this and give them that, but it just feels empty. I don't know why I'm giving yes. my opinion now, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's. I am actually when we get to two things we like and one thing we don't, I am actually going to quote you. Oh, thank you, and I will charge you appropriately. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Past uh, pending. Yeah. But, you know, Taylor, you and I just had, uh, you know, what's called in the business, um, a pre-show conversation over on Just Between Us Girls. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of ways you can get Just Between Us Girls. You can scroll up if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and just hit subscribe. And on the premium subscription on Apple Podcasts, you get Just Between Us Girls. And currently, you're also getting... Uh, a season three recap that we did here. And also you can do to patreon.com slash afterthought media and join at the executive level for, for just between us girls. Now premium level, you get this show early, no commercials. You get all drag race content early. Like, you know, we have a, you know, we've renamed what formerly known as Rulaska thoughts is now called trust the duchess. And. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. So trust the Duchess, you will get early and, you know, this show and whatnot. I will say, I do have an announcement, um, you'll still get trust the Duchess, but uh, once this show ends, we're going to take a four-week hiatus before we come back with All-Star 7, which, by the way, you know, you're not going to be the co-host on All-Star 7. I fired you. You're not going to be the co-host <laughs> on All-Star 7. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm free. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah no, he hit the I'm, genie I'm... at the end, and <laughs> uh, Aladdin. He, he had his Hawaiian shirt on and a an overstuffed suitcase, like a bamboo Taylor, suitcase. I grant you your freedom. Yeah, and um, and God, there was a joke that gave away your secret identity. Right now, I was going to do, but um, <laughs> but uh, you know. Uh, you're taking a four-week hiatus. Four-week hiatus. Then we'll be back with All-Star 7 and whatnot. There'll probably be a Meet the Queens, too, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell you who the hosts are, or it, maybe the host is. Maybe there's only one host. But oh. I can already tell you <clears throat> it won't be Lori. <laughs> I feel... Here's why. Lori's fantastic. But especially with this season, you got to know your shit. And yeah. know who these queens are and their backstories. I don't need her going like, who's Raja? You know, right. like, I don't need that. 
So anyway, um, any, how do we get on that? Anyway, trust the Duchess. You get everything early. Patreon.com slash Afterthought Media. All right. This week, Cornbread settled the score with Jasmine Kennedy. Diabetti settled the score with Jasmine Kennedy. Maddles that Maddie Morphus has settled the score with Jasmine Kennedy. Meanwhile, Lady Camden and Njiri are in love. George Scott Horges with Orion. Oh, I'm sorry. George Scott Horges with Orion Story. Everyone is trans. Bosco and Lady Camden mended fences, and Diabetti wanted everyone to A1C that she was also a nice person. Taylor- <laughs> I love diabetes humor. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Taylor the Latte Boy named two things I liked about the episode, and one thing you did not. Okay, one of the things that I liked was that this was the first this is the first reunion in a couple of years in which everybody was in the room again. We haven't seen one of those since season 11. Okay, um, yeah. And in that regards, it, it was nice to the energy was so different than when you have people with different camera uh, camera and sound qualities mm-hmm. and it j- just it was a little too chaotic the last two um and boring. Mm-hmm. To quote you i am going back now and i'm listening to our old episodes and i just listened to season episode three of the season Mm -hmm. and one of the things that you said that you liked was that this was a very warm welcoming cast Mm -hmm. of girls especially because that was when we had them all together and the thing that you did not like was this was a very warm (laughs) welcoming cast yeah that uh-huh. it is, uh, you, you kind of said it early on that it felt very, it speaks to, again, I know that I've said this ad nauseum, a season 14 reunion versus a season two reunion or a season four or five reunion mm-hmm. in which people didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, Bosco at one point said the, a line that I think has more meaning than she realizes. <laughs> when did we decide that drag queens can't be bitches anymore? Yeah. Because everybody was very self-aware. They were, we, we have gotten to the point now where the machine that is Drag Race Recap, yeah. they understand that everything they do now is going to affect their bottom line. Yeah. And I think this reunion is no different than that. You saw a brief moment, I think, the, the, the fight between uh, Daya and Jasmine that felt like, okay, this is what we're here for, finally. Yeah. But then you saw them... Like over the course of the episode, you kind of saw them realize, like, oh shit! Like, yeah. especially with Daya, because Daya's like, that could cost me the crown. In the middle of the fight, she did this. Yeah, right, right. So it just felt very, it just felt very self-aware. And mm-hmm. we'll talk about something else later on. But what about you? What are the two things you liked, and one thing you did not? Well, look, I, I do appreciate that there were some decent cat fights here, especially the one between. Uh, Diabetti and uh, Jasmine Kennedy. I mean, I have very. That's probably be the fight we talk about the most because there were a lot of a lot of things going on there. Uh, I also really liked Cornbread, and you again seeing her interact, you realize how much we really lost when she left. Yes, and um, uh, the thing I didn't like, you know. There was a time when, even when the show was 90 minutes, the reunion was still only an hour. And this was a reunion that could have been 100% only an hour. Yeah. Uh, 
I didn't understand why it was, it did not need to be so long. I don't know why it was so long. And it felt like a lot of wasted time. And mm-hmm. there were, it was just, it just, people, please let us have it, see an end to this, get an end to this, you know? Yeah. Um, it, if it would have been an hour, it probably would have been a great reunion. Um, Yeah, it felt like there was a lot of unnecessary shots and clipping of things that didn't didn't need the dramatic pause. Well, I'll I'll tell you one thing I appreciate that they've they've since done post pandemic. Very subtle little change, but I appreciated it was they didn't do that thing where they um, go through each block of girls that was eliminated, you know, and they go like, oh, Orion Story and uh, Alyssa Hunter and Cornbread. Tell us, you know, they did it, but they didn't do it in that block where we have to sit through them. Then we got to sit through the next three girls. Then we got to sit through that. We didn't. They didn't do any of that stuff. It was like right. very well organized. But like I said, because they had a ninety-minute format, then we have saying the same thing over and over again and stupid tootin' booting looks and whatnot. And they think it's super funny, and it was just whatever. Um, all right, so the way I've had it divided, Taylor, <clears throat> and I have it divided by acts, I have, I actually gave the producers the night off. I want to know, here's a, here's a question, Taylor. Okay. I don't think I'm a monster. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Just Between Us Girls, you yelled at me because I didn't give you validation. Then you yelled at me because I gave you validation. So yeah. I don't know that I necessarily agree with you 100% on that, yeah. but sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Point taken. But what I will say, though, is so yesterday I was out and about and uh, one of my producers, Luke Stamen, messaged me and said, you know what? Because he's done a bunch of these for me. I don't actually end up writing that much during these things. Do you still want me to do this? I get, you know what? Take the take the week off. And so they go, well, okay. if he's taking the week off, I might as well let the other producer, Zach Birch, uh, take the week off. So I message him. And he's like, okay. He's like, is this performance related? (laughs) (laughs) And I go, no, no, no. It's just these these next two episodes, because I'm giving them next week off too. These next two episodes are just like. They're just, it's just kind of just sort of wrapping things up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of that the last week of school kind of thing, in which the last week of school. You're there because you have to have a certain number of days in the calendar year. Yeah. But a lot of the, you know, the, the, the um, the cork boards have been where you can see where oh, yeah. the, the cardboard things are <clears throat> the faded because of the sun and the room just looks more and more empty every yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. what this is. We're just yeah. kind of wrapping up. We're wrapping things up, you know, getting ready for the next season. You know what's so funny? I was talking to uh, a former co host of mine, Mike Lawson. And he uh-huh. was saying he's currently re-listening to season 10, the Taylor's Lost Year. And uh, that you can hear me in different um, ways. Like, sometimes I love the show. I'm like, I love doing this show. Other times I'm like, I hate doing this show. Like, it's uh-huh. weird. I'm going back and forth. He's like, You're starting to see the turn, you know? Okay. And I go, well, now it's just, now I'm, I'm just dead to me. 
<laughs> like I was even saying, like, hi, Griffey. Yeah. Well, no. Well, what's funny is I was even saying I go like I'm not one of the people who's mad about the episodes. I go, in fact, I was kind of annoyed because now I just have four weeks mm-hmm. of like, oh shit. And I was gonna try and I was gonna try and uh program around it but like i'm not even like I, there are sh- there are afterthought shows i could have put in for the four weeks no one who listens to the public fe- public feed has ever told me i like hearing those shows and i'm like why why am i gonna do it just just they can wait four weeks anyway so i divided this up by the acts the act okay. breaks between commercials and i've only pulled what was the important thing in that act so like yes are there bits that I didn't, the dumb bit that they did to, to fill time. I'm not mentioning those unless you want to talk about them, unless you pre- feel free. Mm-hmm. But for Act One, <clears throat> their cornbread is sort of the star of Act One. And they replay the stuff with her and her family, and then there's a, 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 a sort of like settling the score between cornbread and Jasmine with all their drama. Did you have anything to say about that? I don't know that it was really settling the score. I th- I think if anything, it was just sort of explaining. In many ways, I felt like this was an attempt at redeeming Jasmine, okay. just because Jasmine was kind of the was definitely one of the more annoying ones of the cast. So mm-hmm. I think even when they were talking, what I got from that was everybody kind of not coming to Jasmine's defense, but. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, with the exception of Daya, like there wasn't really arguing. It was just sort of, it was just kind of talking in circles. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree that with Cornbread, to a degree with Cornbread, the entire episode, we realized what we missed with her. Yeah. And <clears throat> I also find it very odd that there's been no announcement as to whether or not she may be on season 15. Oh, there has. <clears throat> okay. She's- she said on social media she is not coming back to season oh. 15. But she said she was not invited back. Okay. Well, and that was – I remember that was kind of early after she was released from the show. But I don't know if that it's still – okay. Well, either way – Here's the deal, um, too. These bitches lie. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> yeah. That is true, so, too. Um, you have to I, a box. I, I, I love cornbread. But I know. A cornbread <laughs> – shut up. But um, cornbread is another example of how self-aware they were because she was mugging for the camera the entire episode mm-hmm. of where it was clear. If I just kind of make faces off to the side that they're going to use those as little cut-ins when people, other people are fighting sort of thing. And I found that a little like, oh, this isn't like genuine like I feel like we got in her episodes. But do you think there could be an element of um... – I know there's some sort of psychological term when you're like childhood's cut short, but like she is not as developed as the other girls who were there longer. And so uh, she she's still stuck in episode three in terms of her relationship with the camera where the the bulk of them spent a lot more time in front of the camera. So they're more used to it. Maybe that is arrested development. I think is <laughs> Thank the you. phrase you were looking for. Um, that may be that may be the case. I don't know, but I it was a little like oh, you know, when they kept cutting to her with the big eyes and doing the oh, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. It was <clears throat> it was not 
not a great look. But getting back to the whole idea of her and Jasmine talking and the fact that Jasmine cut her off and that could have gone south really fast. But mm-hmm. the fact that she, she she was able to turn around and go, I still love that you interrupt me. And Jasmine said, I'm still learning. I'm mm-hmm. still learning. I thought was was a funny moment. Well, look, it's again one of these things where I think Cornbread saw how he played back on TV and she realized I uh I need to I need to I think a lot of these girls did. You yeah. know. They're like I they saw how they were seen and are now playing to that. Um I did want to notice something I don't know if you clocked it too, is there was a moment where they were talking about um all the stars that slipped into care into Carrie's um, DMs. DMs, and mm-hmm. then there was a weird, hard, sloppy edit to Georges. Okay, well, you didn't? Do you remember this? No, I don't remember that. I, I, there was a couple of times where they suddenly cut to people that I'm like, I don't know why they just said that. I'm like, almost why wondering. I'm almost wondering, you know, I watched it on Philo, but if it was a Philo thing, but I could have. Oh, yes. Yes. No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I thought you, I thought you meant in editing, but it was something where there was, because mine did the same thing. Yeah. Of where it jumped forward, forward, where it almost jumped forward 30 seconds or something. Yes. Yeah. They cut it out or something. And it happened to me a little bit later on for like, it was clearly where it was like 10 seconds of. Oh, so I wonder if that was the recording, the actual digital recording, not the actual episode. It must have been. One other thing that I de- one of the things that I almost said to myself, oh, I need to take notes on this, and then I was eating ice cream and didn't feel like getting up. But um, Rue clearly reading the cards for the questions, where I mean, not even like making eye contact before she's trying to ask the question, but she has no idea what the question is, so she keeps looking down at her card. Mm-hmm. I thought was very funny. That was like the that definitely happened the first time. Um, and then she realized, I think that she was on camera. So then it was this question, like, do I look at the camera? Do I look at the queen? Do I look at the card? It was, it was a very funny, like three or four seconds. Um, yeah. So we, we said everything we need to say about cornbread versus Jasmine, cornbread and her family, you know, like, again, it's like, oh, okay, that was interesting television. I don't, there's necessarily much to discuss. Well, and uh, yeah, I, th- it seems like they, I'm happy for cornbread. Mm-hmm. But it also seemed like I don't need your vacation slides mm-hmm. kind of thing of where they were adding all of this. That could have been again. They could, you start shaving little bits off left and right to things mm-hmm. off to the sides yeah. and you bring it down to the core of yes, we actually did and we got together. They came to my drag show. It was wonderful. I mm-hmm. really feel like we're working together. That's very different than the forty-five seconds we got of that. You know that shave thirty seconds off right there. They yeah. just edited it down mm-hmm. to that. All right, let's go over to Act Two. Act two, obviously, the big part of Act two was Diabetti versus Jasmine Kennedy. I almost pulled the clip. Um, what were your so it so Diane and Jasmine have it out from? I'm trying to think of what the even argument was. I'm trying to so Jasmine's th- thing was so Diane was saying that she didn't take back anything she said, even though she sort of regretted how she said it, and Jasmine and Georges too felt well it felt like you were picking on us as people not our drag and that you only did it to us that you didn't do it to anybody else in the cast it was specifically towards us which is a very valid a valid statement yeah 
And then Daya going back and forth, it gets really, really heated, and then Daya starts crying. And I will say, look, I approve. You know, Daya starts crying, and Rue gets hard. Yes, Ru- <laughs> well, hold on. For it. I was going to say that Rue got hard, but I was going to say, I am going to say, as a host, and I know Lori listens, and she's going to get mad when I say this. June Jambalaya was being a little Lori Roggenkamp here and going on and on and on about how Diabetes is not a bad person, saying the same thing over and over again. Meanwhile, Daya's crying and Rue wants to get to that. So as mm-hmm. a host, I appreciate that Rue saying, and she's polite about it, like, hold on for a minute, June. Because I was like, I, when I went back to rewatch it, I was like, June, okay, June, we get it. <laughs> like, yeah. she kept saying, just, I just want to say, Daya's, uh, you know, in private. She's a great person over and over again. And meanwhile, Daya's doing her whole show, over the Daya show. Well, but think about that, too. They kind of went right mm-hmm. into the Jasmine Daya thing. And, like, June's time on the show was completely glossed over. So I think part of that might have been June going, oh, shit, I'm not going to get any airtime if I don't. Yeah. If I don't wedge myself into this somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so so then Daya starts crying, and why was she crying again? I forget. I think it was the just the. I don't know. It, 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 it felt well. I know why she was crying, but like I don't know why the the, re, the given reason was there. Well, I think it was one of those probably that she realized on some level that she – when you say something like, I meant what I said after calling somebody an energy vampire mm-hmm. and realizing you just said that on national television a week before you may be up for the crown. And part of that is a popularity contest. Yeah. You know, there could be part of that where you're like, I came this far and then I shit the bed. And also re- because you kind of watch the transition over the course of the 90 minutes mm-hmm. where we've gone from, you know, I said what I said – Two, I do have respect for you guys. I do love you guys. This isn't, you know, I want us to connect. I want us to do all these different things. And I am sorry for the the tone in which I said things and the way that I said things. You know, I don't get, I get, we, and I guess we've said this word before, you know, Daya is the quote unquote villain of the season, but she's not really a villain. Mm-hmm. She is just somebody who is openly competitive. Yeah. And that's any time that, for the most part, any time there were arguments between her and the other girls, Mm -hmm. it had to do with competition. It had to do with Georges and Jasmine continuing to stay in the competition. You know, Georges in particular, you know, it came to uh, Daya working so hard on that outfit and then saying that, you know, that was the sexiest napkin ever, you know, and, and just feeling frustration on what she was trying to do. And other people were getting accolades or other people weren't being sent home. And it was getting in her head. It felt very, I looked at it through the lens of when you and I recapped season five of looking at how I looked at Roxy differently the second time I watched it versus the first time where she just came off as a bully. Mm-hmm. So I kind of looked at it in the same way. But there was something... <clears throat> That felt manipulative about Daya crying, where she realized she was losing the battle. Oh, I would agree with that, too. And so now we're going to cry. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens at the end reinforces this, where all of a sudden now she's, you know, miscongeniality uh, <laughs> in this whole thing. And and I'm going to say something right now. We can come back to this, because then what happens is Carrie Colby jumps in to be the peacemaker 
and sort of says, I don't agree with Daya, but what I will say is <clears throat> no one deserves to get death threats and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to say something a little controversial. <clears throat> Everyone deserves to get death threats. No. what I'm, <laughs> I was going to no, say, but, yeah. but I'm bumped. No, no, I am going to say something controversial. Yes. No one deserves to get death threats. Anyone who makes death threats, it's a fucking drag. First of all, you should make death threats to no one. I don't care who it is. Right. right? Don't. Right. Putin. Just keep your mouth shut. Right. And uh, so death threats or even like really being aggressive towards the queen in their DMs and whatnot. And just just anything like that is I don't get it. I don't really, yeah. it's a fucking television show. All right. Right. That said, we've been done you that this happens since season seven when RuPaul addressed it with Jasmine Masters during the finale. Yeah. So this is seven years, bitches. You know, and also, as we know, uh, Diabetti is friends with Crystal Method. Okay. Right. You know at this stage what you're getting into when you do this show. RuPaul herself tells you, do not look at social media. I happen to be watching an old video from 10 years ago uh, of these female comedians who were talking about horror that they had struggled with the first year or two they were doing stand-up. This is 10 years ago. And they were on YouTube. They were YouTube stars. And mm-hmm. they got these horrible things said to them. And they just looked, I just stopped looking at the comments. I was just, I just kept being me and I just didn't look at the comments anymore. And that's, you know, from personally, go to, again, I've said this before. You want to see Joe Batanz get read? Go to the fucking iTunes comments. People have a lot of horrible things to say about me. You know what I do? I don't look at the comments. I just keep doing the show I'm going to do. And I'm not saying that you should get death threats or whatnot, but I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of sick of hearing about it on the reunion. You know what you're signing up for. Uh, and you know that there are crazy people out there. And so, well, and, and that's the problem though, I think is that, yes, I agree with everything you're saying, you know, whereas when I first started podcasting, the comments on iTunes was super, super important to me. And the first time that we got a one star review, it crushed me, you know, well, it wasn't ironically, good. That's why I left it. Yeah, ironically, I'm doing a show with the person who left a one-star review right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so I just kind of stopped looking at it. Yeah. Um, the problem is you've got one of two things. One, there are genuinely crazy people out there. No, no, and you're I right. Feel like, I feel like the, 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 the fan base, as the fan base has gotten larger, you're, you're grabbing more people. So there's more of the potential for people with mental health issues. Yes. That's number one. Yes. Number two is you've got people who will have nothing more than drama. So if Diabetti says to herself, I'm not going to look at the, I'm not going to look at the comments, you know, but somebody slides into her DMs and says, girl, did you see that this person just said that? Like, I feel like there is to some level, you can only do that so much unless you decide to completely live in a bubble and you don't allow likes and you don't allow comments and you, blo- you know, where you have or to you be get somebody who manages that for you. Yeah, but that probably costs money. No, you can get one of your friends to do it. I have friends who would do that. By the way, yes, there's a lot of mental health okay. issues in 
drag race fandom. And I think in all fandoms, right? Take okay, a look at our that, Discord. Okay, right? so so but let's let's say let's say as your friend <laughs> Good, I go, just heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just in the Discord alone. Oh um, my god. Yes. <laughs> they, they should so call this DSM it, cord. <laughs> As your friend, mm-hmm. you have me where I am handling your social media, and I get a I get a message as I'm going through things saying that the next time you come to town, I'm gonna slit your fucking throat and I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna leave you in a ditch somewhere. Yeah, I kind of feel like as your friend, I would have to say, "Hey, we got this message. You might want to." I I think things like that. If it's stuff like, you know, you're ugly or, you know, burn in hell, bitch, that kind of stuff. That's just sort of like, okay, whatever. But if you have somebody that is, depending on the level of the death threat, you kind of have to notify the person. Hey, you're getting this threat. We might want to take this seriously. We might want to contact the authorities. You know, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a, I, I get what you're saying. I just think that it's something that kind of has to be discussed just because we have to tell people that it's not okay to do that. Okay, but that, so then let's so then let's extend this then, because you're right. That is a you're, you're, what you're saying is horrible, right? But what mm-hmm. and I think I talked about this in previous seasons. What sort of disturbs me is that it's up to the show to be like, well, let's balance what we're doing here, which makes it a boring show. But mm-hmm. but like it, it's 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 weird for me for the show. To highlight these fights. By the way, I love highlighting the fights because I'm not going to kill. I don't. I, I don't want to talk to any of these people. <laughs> you know, like let alone go to jail for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would never send a because literally, if some if if someone contacted me and said, uh, uh, "Angeria wants you to interview her," I would really give it a hard thought and maybe the yeah. I just ugh. Okay. And it doesn't do with Angeria. It'd be any of these drag queens. Well, they're not going to say anything. Okay, you're just going to get yeah. a bunch of boring double talk. Anyway, um, the last thing I would want to do is talk to any of them ever. I would never do a meet and greet. You know, I'd pay to not do the meet and greet. Okay. So, um, what I was going to say is that the show that it's weird for me for the show to make this into a thing, which they're making great television when they do. I'm not denying that. And then on the other hand, to say, Oh my God, I can't believe people. We, in other words, to work these people up into a frenzy and then say, I can't believe they got worked up into a frenzy. Well, I think there's getting worked up to a frenzy and then telling someone that they're going to kill them. That's too, that, that's there. I think they're trying to temper and with the resolution of all these, we really haven't seen. No, that's not true. It's it's rare that we have seen the fight on one of these reunions that is not resolved. The only one that I can think of is off the top of my head would be Eureka and the Vixen would be one that really because the Vixen walked out. So there are very few times in which things don't get resolved in some way. And I think that is to sort of temper the crazy a little bit and showing, look, everybody's gotten together. Everybody's working things out. I know that Diabetti released a statement last night. It showed up on Twitter, on my Twitter today, the saying like, you know, Jasmine and I had a conversation after the show. There is no reason for anybody to know what that conversation was about, but we are much better now and we are connecting and we are learning what it means to be sisters. And because people even last night, you know, without even getting the whole story, on a reunion, I am sure halfway through that people were writing shit about diabetes mm-hmm. on 
on on social media. We're going to take a break, Taylor. Okay. During the break, I'm going to send you some death threats. (laughs) (laughs) Again, yes! (laughs) All right, we'll be back right after this. Taylor, here we are back, ready to do the show. Uh, okay, so have you said everything you wanted to say about um, what happened uh, between Jasmine and Daya? Yeah, I think so. I think I think we kind of beat that one to death. Yeah. Um, that's and that's exactly what we threatened Daya to do. Uh, all right, Act Three. We had uh, a couple of things were mentioned here. One that Alyssa Hunter is hot. Uh, the Angeria and Lady Camden showmance. Uh, the Georges and Orion showmance, and then the Cornbread and Willow Pill. I guess bromance or homance. Or it wasn't necessarily romance. It was. It was like a bromance. Yeah, yeah, kind of as much as you could say a bromance. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was very weird that they focused on shit that seemed to happen early on in the season with that but then that you kind of through various things you really kind of saw all of those storylines fall apart you know because and part of that is i think the commonality with that is willow after cornbread left you know willow was kind of on her own for a while but then you get to that where, I mean, especially with last week's lip sync, mm-hmm. where they were talking about these two love each other and they're going to lip sync together. And it's going to be this moment mm-hmm. that you sort of forgot about, you know, Camgeria or whatever yeah. it was. Um, that was something that never. So, so the fact that they were suddenly talking about this and having this conversation of whether or not they're going to Kai Kai, it, mm-hmm. it just was it just kind of like, oh, yeah, that happened. Of course, you're also talking to somebody that kept going, who is that to to Orion's story? Like, I kept forgetting that she was part of the cast and her look was nothing what I expected it to be. So I kept forgetting that that's who that was. Also, we see that George doesn't have the best taste because like that hair. Yeah. That would have been no to Orion just because the hair. Yeah. That was just everything that, that looked like that hair was spray painted. It was awful. Yeah. It was not good. I have on my thing. It says no comments for act three. So I don't really have much to say. Yes, Alyssa Hunter is hot. Uh, and Jerry and Lady Camden, I mean, maybe they were playing it for the camera, but because you're right, it started off early and then they seem to not ignore each other, but there didn't seem to be any sort of special park later, spark later in the season. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, George's and Orion story, they're even like, yeah, it was when we were there. Yeah, it, it felt very. Like you really want to have us talk about this? Nothing. There's not happens, much to say. Yeah. They talked about the fact that they were like holding hands in the van. Because another one of these is how much of this can you actually any sort of like romance or something can you really have if they're constantly put on ice and they're not allowed to talk to each other? Yeah, they can't even congregate in the hotel afterwards. So right. And then uh, cornbread and willow pill. We knew they loved each other, and that cornbread got a tattoo of her. I'm like, okay, well, I mean. It's, it's not necessarily bad television, but there's not really much to comment on. 
but that's just it. When you look back at this season, there's not much to comment on. I mean, they they kind of dragged out the three Jasmine fights. Mm-hmm. To get, but what else is there really to say? Yeah, there is it. All right, next act. Uh, here's what they focused on here. Maddie is straight. Uh, then we had Maddie versus Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine is trans was a big part of it. And then everyone is trans. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they, they comment, because I was actually wondering, because we spent a lot of time, because there was a television moment about Jasmine and coming out as trans on the show. But I was wondering, like, are they going to mention Bosco? Are they going to mention Cornbread? Are they going to mention Willow Pill? Which they did. But it was sort I of like, oh, yeah. Thing. And they, them too. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you also know that this show has a very not great history with trans performers. Mm-hmm. So there would have been something slightly hypocritical about Rue suddenly celebrated. Not that the other girl shouldn't be celebrated. I am not saying that in any way, shape or form, mm-hmm. but the fact that it was, again, it was done on the show. Mm-hmm. So, so because, you know, ultimately it's all about giving Rue a boner. And this was definitely something in which, you know, Jasmine kind of put her heart out there for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is why, because we had actual video of the moment. That's why it was talked about more than the other girls. Yeah, exactly. Let's get to Maddie Morphosis. Um, her being straight came up yet again. And I was just like, I'm so sick of Maddie and her straight. We don't care. I agree with you. And I also agree, or I appreciate the fact that both her and Jasmine recognized that no one understood what they were fighting. Like, cause we, I think we talked about that on the show. Like, no one understands what your guys are fighting about. And they both looked at each other and said, we didn't know either. They both apparently had had a couple drinks. Yeah. So that's where that came from. Um, and so it kind of felt, again, it sort of felt like an unmoment. It just felt like we have to fill. And this was a, this was a moment yeah. <laughs> that we have to talk about. I will say, I will say, I, and they, I think they were putting on a nice face for it, but Earlier during the Daya and um, Jasmine fight, Maddie jumped to. And I happen to know that Maddie, because they live close to each other, my Ma, uh, Maddie and Daya are friends. They yeah. do shows together all the time. They're friends, so Maddie was jumping to Daya's defense, and there seemed to be a sort of like I wouldn't say anger is the right word, but like she's not the biggest Jasmine Kennedy fan coming to her friend's defense. You know, coming to Daya's defense against Jasmine. You know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, uh, but on, on camera, where they were just like, oh, we're fine. We're good. Maybe they are. I'm going to take people. Yeah. I mean, you also figured this, this was filmed seven months ago, eight months ago. The show was not the reunion. The show was. Yeah. Not the reunion. The the show was. So it becomes sort of a, you know, uh, they have time to kind of hash things out. Mm Mm-hmm. At the very least of a, look, neither one of us wants to be the villain here. How are we going to work this out to where we can, you know, where we can go on the reunion and go, yeah, everything's fine. And we've worked through things and which we very often see with very few exceptions. We see the girls eventually do most of these where they show a fight. Then they show the two girls watching the screen and then they say, so are you guys talking again? Like, yeah, we've talked privately and, you know, we're just sisters and sisters fight and, you know, but we're in a really good place now or, you know, we're pleasant to one another. I, I, I can I can only really think of the Vixen and Eureka and maybe like Aja and Valentina when Valentina won 
uh, miscongeniality. Mm-hmm. And even that, they were friends on their season of All Stars. You keep they saying were Vixen and Eureka. Were, were, were the Vixen and Eureka on the same season? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were they were on the same season, and that was where there was where they they showed the fight, and oh yeah, yes. we're trying to talk these out, and then yeah. Rue kind of defended Eureka, or mm-hmm. Rue kind of like started to talk at the vixen at the vixen, mm-hmm. and vixen the vixen got up and she walked out. Uh, all right, the next act we have Bosco versus Lady Camden about the the stupid Moulin Rouge musical role again. But that was a big nothing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Then there was something to do with Carrie. I had no comments on that act. Um, Act six was the big toot or boot, the fashion stuff, with Maddie Morphus is getting the golden boot. She didn't seem too happy about that, which who would be? Um, She did say this morning, I I will, while I don't follow her, people that I follow occasionally... um, retweet her stuff Mm -hmm. she does occasionally say things that are pretty funny and then she did post a picture of her with self with the award last night and said i can now say i'm an award-winning designer oh okay which i thought was a cute cute way to do that any big comment am i leaving you in the dust here with the other comments you have about this stuff Mm, nope and then we wrap things up with uh the reading actually wait i do i do have a comment i do have a comment on the tutor boot thing what was orion was either drunk and or bitter it felt like any time that she talked, she said like really shitty things to people that they all seemed very confused by her behavior. So it's funny that you say that. I got an alert, I think either this morning or last night, and it was from it was last night from Orion's story and the and the notification. I could see part of the tweet where she said, "Oh, I didn't prepare any reads. I didn't know I was supposed to do that, and they sprung it on me. And then I they were dumb. I admit it, but." I didn't really appreciate the storyline they were pushing on me, but it kept going. And then I went to go look at the tweet. She clearly had deleted it. Mm-hmm. So she, her claim is that she was ambushed. I don't know how you're in a reunion and, but, uh, well, okay. The one they've done the, they've done the reading challenge for the reunion many, many times Two, there was also was a thing where she went after, somebody's outfit where like where she, she was talking about oh when she went over carrie's j-lo outfit and she was just like it's off the rack like oh okay. have you seen what you wear like really taylor why would they she was the first person to go home no one remembers she was on the show why would they force no, a storyline on her like right. you jasmine kennedy could make that argument right a hundred percent orion's story they're they're not pushing any kind of story on her. Uh, and then Act 7, we close with the weird reading challenge. But there were some good ones in there. And then Dyad tries to make up with Jasmine and Georges, which seemed very manipulative. Not fake. Like, she sat there for the two or three hours of recording. going like, I'm going to look at it. I already gave them what they need to hang me. So let mm-hmm. me try and bring this back. Maybe it'll work. Yeah. But um, I was like, okay. This is not real. Oh no! That, the, everything about this felt like these girls know at mm-hmm. this point <clears throat> that, that that this will this may be for some of them the last time we ever hear them talk. Yeah. That some of these girls, I can see some of these girls eventually going to an All Stars eight or nine mm-hmm. or ten. Yeah. Um, and some of these girls, you know, the, everybody waved to Orion. 
we're probably not going to see her again. Or June Jambalaya. Or, or June Jambalaya, or I would even say Alyssa at mm-hmm. this point. Once you yeah. get past them, then you can start looking at the possibility of girls. Um, so they're realizing, like, I have to... And, and so the ones that eventually want to go on to an All-Stars, who want to... They know that they're going to be booked places, mm-hmm. that they're not just going to have their home bar in, like, Grand Rapids, Michigan, or wherever mm-hmm. the hell it is that Orion is. You know, that is going to be where they, they need to have a certain poise to them and a certain quickness to them, but a certain likability to that. So everything is they're overthinking everything they're doing. The one time that I feel like that got dropped was when when Jasmine stood up and was yelling at Daya. And, and that that was the one time that like, this is real. This is really what they do. It's so funny, but then, Jasmine cemented her All Stars appearances. I mean, you got to hand it to her. Oh yeah. Oh, and I guarantee the year that she goes on, Diabetti will be on that year too. Unless she wins, she's not going to win. Um. So ultimately, they they did each other a favor by doing that yeah. because now we've got where the, that's the first clip. When Jasmine walks in and then Daya walks in a couple of people after her and you get the whole Alyssa Coco thing. But now we have a clip of showing the two a series of clips showing the two of them fighting, culminating in the big fight in at the reunion. They're not going to talk about where they made up at the end, but World of Wonder will show the fight at the end. It's. I don't know. I, I went off on a tangent there, but ultimately this is about everybody being very, very self-aware and it makes for not great television. You know, what's funny though is uh, my boyfriend yesterday was asking me what I thought about All-Star 7 and the cast and whatnot. And I said, I think All-Stars, All-Stars will be good because there's something that happens in, especially the longer you've been away in the magic from being self-aware to your Drag persona becomes solidified. You're more confident in your social media presence and your ability to handle it. You become more of a veteran. So that when you come back to All-Stars, you can get some really good moments that are genuine because you kind of don't care anymore. Like, it is what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, especially with this one where these girls won and they have a very – they all have – they're very strong. They all have a team whoever – and they don't have anything to prove. It you, it could make for some interesting and risky moments, you know. I think for some of them, I think for a couple of them, they want to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. They want they want to be. I don't know if they're calling them something different, but um, it, 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 I agree with you though. I think some of them are like, ah, eh, it's a couple of weeks. It'll be fun. Yeah, like Jinx or you something know. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Taylor, now, you know, the one thing, the Reunited episode might always be sort of a snore fest in terms of a recap, but we always end with something interesting. (laughs) And that interesting thing is we pull the clip from Meet the Queens where we made our predictions. Now, I pulled it and I edited out any sort of superfluous content. And also because you and I are talking, I've noticed in years past, it becomes confusing as to when we're talking or when it's the clip talking. So I've put mm-hmm. music under the clip of us talking. So whenever you hear okay. music of me and Taylor talking, that is the past. Anything with no music, because we'll probably stop here and there to talk about okay. it. Okay. So good. here we go. Here. So now we are from, this is back in what? December 
2021, you mm-hmm. and I were reviewing the Meet the Queens, and at the end, as we always do, we made our predictions. And I also even made, because we don't do this on there, but I, I let me pull it up, actually. I went to the trouble of, because we just always on here focus on the top four. I I actually have a winner who won. There's one of us that won Um, about our predictions. Not even just top okay. four. Not even just top four. So oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pull that out. Because we thought we'd be people who were in the bottom, people who were in the middle, and whatnot. Right. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. So I pulled that out. And so why don't, here we go. We're going to listen to the clip, and we'll stop it here and there and talk. But uh, okay. here we go. Here we go. Our, res- our, once again, edited for content. Uh, like any dumb jokes we made, I took out. Uh, okay. Here it is. Uh all right, Taylor. We have uh, chosen, and and you've you've told me off the air. These are exactly the order you want it to be in, right? These are yes, the, the, yes. This is exactly what I'm saying. I don't know that these are all necessarily my favorites, but these are the ones that I could see being top four. Okay. And, and by or, the way, or in the middle or the bottom. I want everyone to know the fun of this is how horribly wrong we yep. always are. And this is going to be a particularly fun one. <laughs> I kind of remember having listened to this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I don't remember who I said, but I remember going, ooh, in the yeah. car. Yeah. All right. All right. So, let, so let's go down the list again in order. And then you say if you think that they're where, they, where they're going to be, oh. whether they're going to be top, bottom, or middle. And I'll say the same. And we will we can compare at the end of the season where we were. Okay. Angeria Paris Van Michael. I have middle. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. I was wavering on her, if particularly her, but just because there were no other slots. I'm going to say, so I'm going to qualify this. I have her for bottom, but I have her as the last of the bottom tier and going to middle. I'll say that. Okay. Because I was, I was okay. wavering on her. All right, next. All right. Alyssa Hunter, what do you have? We'll, we'll, we'll switch back and forth. Uh, I have bottom for Alyssa Hunter. What do you have? I have bottom for Alyssa Hunter as well. Okay, good. Uh, okay. Bosco. Middle. Oh, I have her in the top five or top four. Okay. She she was okay. I got that right. She okay. will be. By the way, I think each. Let me look. Did we do five, four, or five? Yeah, you know, that... we did five, five, four. Because there's never been top five. Because because the, the, the top four. But I find it interesting that you said she'll be in the top five. I mean top four. Yeah, interesting. Um, we each have one person correct. So I just got my one person in the top. Correct. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Top of the middles, I think. Mm-hmm. I could see Bosco possibly. Now this is gonna definitely come back and bite me in the ass. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I feel like Bosco will win Snatch Game. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Bosco do for Snatch Game? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, that's right. Talking next now we have Diabetti. Where do you have her? Diabetti, I have top. Okay, well there you go. Okay, so now we know it's all downhill for from here on out. <laughs> I have her middle. Okay, right. okay. So for Deja Sky, where do you have Deja Sky? Middle. Middle for me. Is- I believe that's correct. As well, that one's correct. Mm-hmm. What about you for Jasmine Kennedy? Middle. I have her as middle. I believe that's correct as well. Technically, what about you for Georges? Middle. Bottom. Oh, interesting. 
Oh, very interesting. Yeah. What about you for June Jambalaya? Top. I have it for top as well. <laughs> now, this is also weird, though, because if we said 554, <clears throat> and there's actually, it's 545, some of the people that we're saying are in the middle technically yeah, are like, still in the middle. Like, yeah, there was someone you – I think you said like Bosco would be high middle or something like that. Like, yeah, okay, so there's something yeah. really like uh, – but yeah. I, for the, I'm not yeah. trying to make this more difficult than it yeah. needs to be. So, Yeah. yeah. Carrie Colby. I'm oh, sorry. You, you, you asked me Carrie Colby. Sorry. Mm-hmm. What about you for Carrie Colby? I have her as top. I have her as top too. What about you for cornbread? Top. What about you for Lady Camden? Okay, I think if, to be fair, if Cornbread didn't hurt her ankle, Cornbread absolutely would have been a top. True, but that's not what happened. I know, I know. Technically, she was a bottom, right? Yeah. Because she went home during that She's technically in the bottom, yeah. Yeah. I have her in the bottom. I have her in the bottom as well. What about you for Maddie Morphosis? I think that was Lady Camden that we said. Lady Camden, we both said was in the bottom. Yeah. I have Maddie for middle. Oh, I have her for top. Uh, was she bottom? She was in Maddie the bottom, Morphosis right? is... Hold on. Yeah, she's in the bottom. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just think they're real basic that way. Um. All right. Who's next on the asking? Uh, you're asking me about Orion's story. What do you think about Orion's story? I've already said first one to go home. I've heard the bottom. All right, we've got that one right. Yeah. And what about uh, Stinky Pussy? <laughs> yeah. Um, Willow. I have her in the bottom. I have her in the bottom too. Ooh. So, okay, so to review, mm-hmm. your top four are. My top four are. Um, Bosco, June Jambalaya, Carrie Colby, and Maddie Morphosis. <laughs> and my top four are. Mm-hmm. Didn't I say it was on the. Uh, De- Daya Betty, mm-hmm. June Jambalaya, okay. Carrie Colby, and Cornbread. <laughs> all right, well, there you go. So, all right. So, <clears throat> I'm going to go through each. Quadrant, I guess, or I don't know what you call it, trident or something. In the bottom, uh, for, so I will say for most of these, you and I were uh, in agreement. So, like for in the bottom, uh, I give you yeah, for if if we both got it wrong, we just got it wrong. But if we got if we got it right, we got a point. Both okay. you and I uh, said Alyssa Hunter and Orion Story would go home in the bottom, so we both got a point there. So that's two points coming out of that for both of us. Okay. 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 Where I kind of shined was the middle. So I called Jasmine, Georges, and Deja going out in the middle. Okay. Whereas you called out Jasmine and Deja. Okay. You didn't get Georges. And then um, I said Bosco was in the top. You said uh, Diabetti was in the top. So just by a hair. And again, this isn't really this isn't a fair one because it was a top five. So and then the cornbread going out, so you could have won easily. Yeah. Um, but certain factors changed that. Uh, but you had a five. But I could see you a world where you had a seven. Okay. You know, but uh, that's how it is. Um, all right, Taylor. Well, that's everything I have for reunited. Do you have any uh, final comments or anything before we go? 
No, I'm I'm looking forward to how they're going to do next week. Mm-hmm. I also uh, with I know they said they're all going to do a solo. I guess they're all doing a solo lip sync, and then yeah. they're I guess voting on who gets to be the top two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this though, I love that there's going to be a live audience. Mm-hmm. So that makes me very happy because I think that the girls will feed off that energy. Yeah. And part two, I love that Rue is giving very anti-entity Tina Turner, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Kind of as a nice bookend to Lizzo wearing an outfit similar to that. Yeah. In um the beginning in the beginning of the season. So I am super I am super excited. All right, very good. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week as we discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the season finale, the grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. So for Tana the Latte Boy and myself, sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Taylor has another podcast. It's called Pod is My Copilot, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Taylor the Latte Boy on Instagram and Twitter at P-I-M-C Taylor. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnesia Chopinska. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Coco San Pedro, Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nicholas Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson, Corinna Williamson, Elizabeth Timmer, Nikki Baker, Robert NYC, David Olson, and Alexandra Sixth. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.